This week on Let the Dice Roll, Raspither and I go over Session Zero. What is it? How do you work through it? And what are some of the other aspects of it that you should be aware of? Just a quick fun fact, Session Zero is probably already explained in the books you own, but it may not be called Session Zero. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> Have I got a story for you? I was over here minding my own business when suddenly... An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Rocket. Who put that crab there? Crab? I didn't see any crab. Don't tell me there were two crabs. They work in pairs. You better have a damn good explanation for this. No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Hi, everybody. Hello. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're, there's, a, there, there's a glitch in the Matrix. Oh, apparently. Don't worry. We'll, we'll cut all that crap out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man. <laughs> uh, episode two, season two, also known as episode 14, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Something like <laughs> The episode where Banjo hasn't dr- drinking anything yet, at least I, that no, I can tell. No, I have not. I didn't. These rough starts are are evidence where you have to have something <laughs> in you to, to get this going. Apparently, because I I did the entire first episode of season two sober. It didn't go well. But well, there's been a few episodes of season one that didn't go so either that you didn't drink either. So no, I thought I had. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> season one so long ago. <laughs> it really was. Um, to you guys, you won't notice any difference. No, at least for us, it was a long. I don't time think. Ago. And I've Russ, been editing whatever. them more recently than what we recorded them, but that's all behind the scenes. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain stuff. Um, yes. So oh. we're let the dice roll. My name is Yes. Peter. I am Ras with her. And on this episode <laughs> okay, Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. On this episode. Uh, apparently, we seriously needed uh, what this episode's about, a session zero. Yes, yes, we really, <laughs> really did. And no, we're not just playing this crappy intro up because of the theme of the episode. I genuinely do not feel good. It's a tummy thing. Don't worry about it. it hasn't, and and that's on top of being completely dead sober. Yes. Um, so completely dead sober. I've got apparently this weird thing in my throat. So I'm, you know, hopefully going to be able to clear that out. And uh, even last episode, I at least had a uh, an adult beverage with lunch. And again, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. We usually do this in the evening, so it would have been several hours later. But uh, yes, yeah. I haven't had a drink in since Wednesday at this point, so oh, 
You're you're running dry. Wow. I'm starting to feel like a robot from Futurama. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Ow. Oh, Bender sober is scary and sad. But anyway, <laughs> after that little segue, let, let's get back to the topic at hand. Or at least let's try to get back to the topic yes, at hand. Yes, please, 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 dear God, let's so. actually start over. <laughs> Session zero. Why don't we start by explaining what Session Zero is? Well, Session Zero is usually the time where the GM gets together with the players, either as a group or individuals, depending on how the GM wants to do stuff. And it's all the planning and prep between GM and party to see how what they want to do and make characters in said game. Nice. Succinct way of putting it, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, basically, it a session zero helps to set the tone. It also gives the players a chance to know what the GM is thinking. Yep. And also a potential chance of what players are thinking among themselves. Right. Especially for what character concepts they want to run. Right. Um, I was, that's a very good input, actually. I was, I think I was going to get there, but with my head, I don't know who. Um, so it, it basically brings everybody more or less in sync, would you say? Yes. Okay. Um, most books do, uh, go over this in their little character creation section, like in rough, especially in the White Wolf stuff, or now Onyx Pass Publishings. Has a little section, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny because originally I had very little idea what session zero was, and then you and I started started to discuss it. And yeah, I brought it up on this Discord server, and one of the folks over there, that's a GM, basically was like, "Oh, here's all the things about session zero. and I'm like, "Wait, oh yeah, session zero is in the books." How oh, have yeah. I been role-playing <laughs> for a decade, more than, excuse me, more than a decade, and never, ever, ever encountered this Session Zero concept until, well, like, a week ago? <laughs> well, don't, don't blame you, because when you're reading a, when you're reading one of these books, you really want to figure out how to make a character, right. and also figure out how the game works. Right. Usually everything else is kind of like filler, detail, and support. <laughs> Just it's it's amazing to me the fact that this is a thing. It's been a thing. Oh, yeah. and by the way, it's a well-known thing because here are the instructions on how to do the thing. <laughs> yeah. And yet somehow our group has never really had one. <gasps> Yeah, that's true. It's never really had one. What we had, well, I've had a quote. We've had session zeros. Anytime where we actually just say, hey, when a GM says, hey, let's, I want to run a game. And anytime a session is just, a session is just anytime when the GM talks to a player about making a character or the player and the GM talks to each other about character creation or about their character. That is still technically a session zero. It's just we haven't been officially calling it a session zero. Okay, so I think, yeah, so I guess from that perspective, we've had more 
informal yeah. session zero is because yeah. especially early on when we're all just goofing around between classes at university, it's like, hey, I want to run a game and this is the game I want to mm. run. And yep. We're all just kind of like, oh, cool, I'll make a so-and-so. And, oh, well, if you're going to make a so-and-so, if you're going to make a that thing, I'll make a this thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. The hobby has become more popular, and there's terms that are starting to become more realized. Right. <laughs> yeah, people need to label everything for some reason. Like, <laughs> like excuse me. I thought part of gaming was, hey, I'm going to make a whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like negotiating <laughs> what you're going to do. And if a, a story guide is like, hey, I want to run a game, the players are either going to say, yeah, cool, or no, thanks, I'll pass this time because that particular game isn't my cup of tea. But whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't think we've ever have i ever said that to you i don't think so because your game like a game that you're not interested in, in, in playing in yeah. uh no i think there, there's no's are very rare hmm. i've no i've done no's before mm-hmm. to it, it depended on either the gm or the system they're running mm. but they were rare and far between right that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Um, the let's let's break it all down. So, uh, story okay. guide, DM, GM, whatever you're called, says, "Hey, yes. I want to run a game." Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're assuming that the that the person has players. Yes. Right. So the players. We'll assume they have awesome. players. Yes. Cool. What do I got to do? All right, so the GM has gathered their players, or player, depending on how they're doing it. Right. So they've gathered players, and then the GM would... It would be nice for a proper for a proper session zero, or at least proper mm-hmm. prep work. The GM would, like, of course, said, here's what the game I'm running, here's the system I'm running in, and here's the basic story themes I'm going to be trying to encounter. Right. And the players go, okay, that's they sound cool, or like, eh, no, that's a little too risky for me, or something or another. Nice. So basically, step one, <laughs> getting the step player one. to agree to the type of game that the GM wants to run. Yes. And of course, the or consensus what they yeah mutual consensus what they want to uh, what they would all view together as wanting to play. Right. Gotcha. So that kind of sets the stage for being able to ask qu- ask and answer questions about certain parts of the game, right? Yes. Okay. So, and that's very important, especially if the player is new to that system, because then they can yes, feel Yes, definitely. But for veterans, it's almost less important. I guess. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Like, if a veteran player... Um, like, if you said, hey, I want to run World of Darkness, and I said, awesome, like, do you think we'd actually have to have a session zero? It's still point? appropriate for even a veteran to ask the GM what... The veteran player could say, hey, I want to play this type of character. The veteran still has to ask. 
because you still have to get past things through the GM because he want because the GM still wants to run a story, and right. the character if you may if there's a character that you want to play and it doesn't fit in the story, you're not even the veteran for the character is not going to have right. the player's not have fun in said story. Yeah, that's fair because perfect example. I'm a ratkin on the online world of darkness thing. They're explicitly <laughs> they're explicitly not allowed. In this, ah. in this setting, because they're technically antagonists, but I also basically maintain the server and hardly ever oh. play, so it was kind of like, hey, we'll let you play your favoritist type of character, <laughs> even though they're not alo- open to the public, because we know you're not going to br- abuse the hell out of it. <laughs> That could be considered a session zero type of discussion. Like, yes. hey, I want to run this type of game, but since we trust you or we need oh, yeah. somebody to play a traitor, would you consider playing a traitor? <laughs> yeah. That could work. That, that could be an optional thing between uh, a GM and a player. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So, then I guess the next thing is character creation, right? Yes. Uh, of course, every system has their own little things of character grading. Of what they focus on more so than others, or at least what star with. For this can be done either uh, either as a group, as everyone all together, or separately between player and GM, or just player, and then players can show the characters to the GM when they're done. Yeah, that's normally what we do, right? Is that the latter one? Yeah. It's with our group it typically is you guys make your characters, then like then you just show them to me. And then like, okay, I'll go yay, nay, or hold on, you missed something. (laughs) Yeah, and I kinda wish we had done that with your D and D game because I made a character, or more specifically, I made a character for a tabletop game. You were running a D&D game online with all of our, our oh, yes. buddies abroad <laughs> and foolishly. And I was like, okay, here you go. And you're like, what's no, we did do that. No, no, that was no, that's still session because we haven't, haven't started the game yet. That's still sessions. You're just bringing another character, a character you had before from somewhere else. You bring it to over right. here. So I guess what I really that's right. I guess what I actually meant to say was, I wish I had asked you first, rather than just assuming I knew what type of character you wanted and all that stuff, because it was like, hey, here's my character sheet, I handed it to you, you're like, uh, this isn't the character creation system I used, and I'm like, oh, well, what do you mean? And you're like, oh, well, I'm doing it this way, not that way, and I'm like, son of a <laughs> <laughs> Well, then we, and then after that point, we had a proper a session zero for you. It, it, it was way more efficient that way, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, this is, was a good. This that was a good thing. You already had a concept in mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just helped you flesh it out to co- co- put it into my game. Yes, you're right. Correct. So, so, so that was again. That was a very. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. Um, you may not be able to hear it, but I can hear it. I I heard chains of dog collars. So. Yeah, At least I thought I did. The puppies decided to come in and say hello. Um, anyway, so yeah, in that case, 
again, it was like, ah, I want to be lazy. I don't want to make a whole new character. I don't want to remake this character. So then you and I did an individual session zero, wherein you, I'm like, here's my concept. Here's the pieces I have. Oh, yeah. And then you came back to me and said, okay, here are the stat values you can have, because I think I did it by rolling. Yeah, if I can remember how they looked like, they you probably rolled them. Yes. I definitely rolled my stats, which is one way to do it in D&D. You yes. wanted a common spread, like here are, what, six values? Uh, they're basically... In D and D, the the typical beginning there's the standard array, yes. which are, is a set number uh, is a set of six numbers that everyone gets, right. and to make the game bounce for everybody. At least they have bounce ability scores. Right. So obviously, I didn't use standard array. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot less balance, and then you basically had to walk me through. <laughs> the entire character creation because I had effectively done everything wrong at that point. Uh, (laughs) And then... Actually, no, there was nothing too wrong about it. It It's just basically, after we fixed the stats, everything else pretty much fell in line. We just had to make sure we just had to make sure everything seemed correct. Right, well, we had to fix the stats. Yeah. Right, and then... It was, oh, by the way, you forgot to pick spells, and you also forgot this and that, and <laughs> if you pick this thing, you can have an extra extra knowledges, and if you <laughs> pick that, oh, you pick that thing for your extra knowledges, now you can have more knowledges. Is, so, yeah. You know, that part of it was really helpful to me, because I'm like, oh, awesome, I really get to, like, nail this character down pat. Yes. Um, okay, so we've done character. So we know what we're playing. Yes. Uh, you know what the group is playing. So here's an op- here's an optional step okay. for if you want you just to feel like the players just been plopped together. That's fine. That's okay. That's how most D and D works, and that's how uh that's how paranoia works. <laughs> or optional step is you can uh the, th- uh the thing is they what they do in uh the fifth edition of vampire the masquerade is they actually and also they do in scion uh is a relation map uh, a relation between the players themselves and also important npcs in their characters lives that will pertain into the main story so on and so wow. forth which i think that's a nice concept which it's not necessary but it's a nice little additional flavor bit of adds a little bit of flavor to the world. Something that all the players kind of know about each other and all that fun stuff. So it's not really a hundred percent fresh and it makes the world feel a little more lived in. If you want that extra feel. Gotcha. Yeah. I like that idea for sure. Because as you said, in a normal D and D game, it's, Oh, you all show up in the red dragon Inn, or yeah, the King has, Posted a decree, or for some reason, a bunch of random adventurers just get together, like you said, thrown together into a party. Oh, yeah. I definitely like the idea of having a more cohesive, how did you all meet? 
So as I said, that's an an optional step. It is not necessary. It's just if you want to feel like you already done a lot of, uh, to feel more of prep work has been done and feel like your characters know each other, that's a nice step to have. Fiasco has that, right? Because it's during the setup of Fiasco, which is kind of like a one-shot, you know, a one-shot game, pretty much, um, each player takes a turn. Like, you create, you pick a thing for yourself. You pass your next card across the table, right? Or to your left. They pick a relationship for, you know, between you and them. And then you pass it to your right or to somebody else. I don't remember exactly how it's done. And they pick another relationship. So you immediately already have ties to two other people. And I think you eventually... Yeah. So you already have ties with two people, right? So it, it helps build the backstory. And that's always been kind of a neat concept for me. Yeah. Uh, well, if I can remember, Fiasco, I haven't had a chance, but I did see it played. Well, someone recorded, did a recording of their play. It's pretty much session zero. You play the whole game, session zero, and the full game, right. usually one session yeah, as, so a, there's, there's as a one a, shot. And yeah. There's like a half an hour session zero to get the game configured, and then 30 minutes to an hour of actually like resolving. Yeah. The thing that you spent half an hour putting together. It's kind of cool. Yeah. We will have to get you to play it. It looks fun. It would have to, uh, yeah, it would have to be the right, it would have to be the right, mo- uh, not the right, mo- well, I don't want to say right module, it would just have to be, I guess, an entertaining module. Oh, we but can- if anything, if you ask, everything is usually entertaining because if I can remember correctly, it's a, uh, a Coen Brothers film. Kind of. We can talk about that later. Um, That'll be a different discussion for another time. That is a discussion, probably a discussion for another time. But yes, fiasco is part of its namesake. Things start out going well, and they never, ever, ever, ever end well. Like the whole fun of the game is effectively to not go well at the end. <laughs> um, to watch the train wreck. Yeah, and actually, I'm going to take a note on that. Um, because we need to, we need to get you a game of Fiasco played, and then we yeah. can do a whole episode. Then we can probably discuss it. Yes. Um, tell you what, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break? And oh, okay. We'll, uh, Are you time for a break? Damn. Yeah, we're just about there. Um, <laughs> despite our piss poor opening. Um, it's probably, now is probably a good time to break because we've kind of covered the first half. I think All right. we've covered a good chunk of sessions. So yeah. We take a break and we'll, All right. we'll come back to it. Perfect. Alrighty, we're back. And we're back. Yay! Huzzah! That was a quick break or okay. long break. I don't know. You could pause, for all I know, the audience could have paused this and sure. just... Waited for a few hours. I don't know. Yeah, right. They skipped over. They skipped over our uh, our ad revenue. We may not have ad revenue. It was just a break. We had to take a break. Anyway, sorry. So we left <laughs> off. We've created characters. Or sorry, we yes. had a. We've we've talked plot. Plot. We've mm-hmm. talked game. Mm-hmm. Talked character creation. Character creation. 
And we may or may not have discussed with our fellow players how we're going to get together, right? Uh, uh, the, we, we did talk about a quick optional right. step of a how characters would have met each other and what the relationships between each each characters are. But not, as I said last time, said before the break, not necessary, but it's a nice option if you want to go that route. Now that that's out of the way. <laughs> yes. What do you figure would be the next thing in the list, right? Because we've got, I think we've covered most of session zero. Yeah, that's a good chunk. Let me double check my notes or, well, not really my notes, your notes. I'm just the note. Oh, you know what? I got it. I got it. So what? Let's, let's go more into troubleshooting, right? Cause let's. Okay. That's again, a good idea. Again, this is based on the, the lovely folks over at the discord server that I'm borrowing this from. Um, well, I specifically asked, and they offered some ideas, and I really liked some of these ideas. Yeah. So, let's go back to that unpredictable character idea. Okay. So I'm playing, effectively, a traitor, right? You know, how do you deal with, like, during a session zero, that's the time to bring it up and to negotiate, okay, here are the rules yeah. for your unpredictable character, and... If you really, really, really want to play that character, here's what you got. Here's what you got to do. Here's what you don't got to do. <laughs> so I'm thinking in those lines, for me personally, I'm trying not to let it ruin the game, right? Yeah, that's always a good, good way to try to do things. Just try not to get things to make the game feel sour for the rest of the players. Right. And a big part of that i think really is me emphasizing like look this is a special very special one-off because i do a lot of hard work for free to keep this community going and this is kind of like my little treat at the end of the day (laughs) you know like he's very very eccentric as a character the players are learning that over time Oh, yes. This is an online community. You can't really do that. You can't really have a full session zero with an online community. However, if we had had a group session zero with Kaleem, who we've talked about, that would probably have resolved a couple of issues with our D&D game, right? (gasps) There might not have been some issues, but I think some issues, I don't know. I, you hindsight is twenty twenty, so we think it could have worked out, but I'm still gonna go on the side of the fact that it would have been as a surprise. That would yeah, be the case. That's how. That's more likely is what it is. Is there would be fewer surprises, yeah, if we kind of all sat down and introduced ourselves, yeah, with a little bit more clarity, yeah. And that's going to be a big thing, because I know there are some players, not necessarily in our group, but I have known people, and actually we had that one Deadlands game with um, one of my exes, I think you remember her, where she likes to have all of her character stuff kind of personal. Okay. I have my character, here's the name... 
and the general concept, but anything else you're going to have to find out in character because it kind of, it's how it would work in real life. <laughs> okay. Like, without a session yeah. zero, here's how we met and le- got to know each other. It's, oh, here's a perfect stranger. You don't immediately know everything about them. Yeah. So, True. In situations where players like to keep their stats secret or between them and the story guide, it, obviously you can't necessarily have a group, a group session zero because it kind of defeats the point of making the surprise. Yeah. Well, that's why the one-on-one session zeros do work as well right. as they're not a, it's another option. Right. It is almost more important for the GM to know what's going on with you because yes. the story guide, GM, master of the universe, mistress of the universe, gender fluid person of the universe that you're about to be about to enter. But it's just something to keep in mind. <laughs> yes. Um, because, again, if you do it with your fellow players, there can be a little bit more cohesiveness, I guess. Um, like what other troubles, what other things do you think that might come up in a session zero that would be good to know about? Like, I'm thinking in terms of a troubleshooting. Yeah. Because again, with Kaleem, she's chaotic neutral. She's going to do whatever Kaleem feels like doing. Thinks is good for Kaleem. Yeah. (laughs) And that was never really clarified. Kind of like the whole, she is a cleric of knowing things. She does not focus on healing people and keeping them alive. Well, that's something, well, something the players would have, would have liked to know. But how I started that game, you guys didn't really know too much about each other. That's true. Okay. It was because I did a Red Tavern beginning, so. Right, okay. That's the only session zero was between GM and player. Right, okay. So in that particular instance, you're right. Yeah. That's exactly what I was kind of alluding to before, where yeah, there might be situations where players do not know anything about the other persons, about the other characters, and they have to learn yeah. everything in character. Yeah. Versus the other way around where you can kind of share knowledge okay oh yeah i guess that makes sense but that's definitely become a point of contention in our game but it actually ended up with some quality role-playing because yeah it's adding like a lot of good dynamics to there yeah <laughs> because Crixus sat her down did the daddy did like the the, <laughs> the uh, disappointed daddy talk and was like, Kaleem, you need to behave. <laughs> you need to help us out. Stop being a you-know-what. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being a you-know-what. Like, <laughs> I, I wanted to say the other word, but I'm trying to clean up my language when I'm doing this because... <laughs> yes, and, and also less work for you to go back after the edit go bloop in the episode. Yeah, but... If, believe me, if I was going to use a bunch of curse words, I would come up with some really funny, <laughs> really funny sound bites to paste over it because it amuses <laughs> me. But I do understand that our listening audience is ve- wide and varied. Yes. Could be wide, you know. Yeah. It's just easier to 
dance around it. <laughs> yes. Um, well, you mean stumble around it, but still. Whatever. <laughs> why Why are you going to be so specific? <laughs> Sigh. You're the one who's just had to saw the point when I like, had to had to talk about the point. Yeah, so because you were laughing about it, you were like, "Oh, he 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 doesn't want to say the b word," and I'm like, "Really, guy? <laughs> Whatever." So yeah, group and individual talks help. Yes, uh, there are reasons to have both. Let's see what mm-hmm. else is in our notes here. Oh yeah, well. And you even brought it up in the very beginning, right? Like the books yeah. have these guys. Yeah, like, that's not yeah. the thing I noticed. I wonder. I'm just curious mm-hmm. for our listening audience, oh. just for fun. How many how many books do you have that have a a have a session zero type chapter, and b how many of you have actually read them or even paid attention to them? That would be. Yeah. Cool. Again, our, our our dear friend over on the Discord server was like, actually, yeah. this book has this part, and this book has that part, and this book had talked about it this way. And I'm like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I own all these books. Never have I ever seen these chapters, or I've completely ignored them, because I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, uh, they're they're in the same section as the character creation section. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's considered part of character creation. Oh, especially for the White Wolf slash Onic Path publishing games, which they're called the Storyteller System, which you're telling stories. And most story prep work is having full-fledged backgrounds and with with people, with uh, characters and all that fun stuff. So I guess so. <gasps> but anyway. Yeah, because I guess you're right. Like, I'm thinking character creation. I need the roll this, put these number of dots in these places. Yeah. Technical character creation. Fill in the blank, kind of. Here are the instructions. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. I was going to say, even with Demon, I'm, I tried to read the book cover to cover because I really needed to study that, but I guess I still missed with Demon, because I've read the I've read bits of the book as well, and most White Wolf books. It's what covers in session zero, it's that either after the character, like mechanical parts, there's like, here's the questions you should ask about your character and write answers for those questions. That's that's still part considered part of session zero. That's session zero material. I see again, I, it's like this is all stuff that's totally new to me because <laughs> <laughs> I guess <it's>, is that- <laughs> having yeah. a term session zero really always big on labeling things because if you label it then you suddenly constrain it mm. if that makes sense and i don't like things that are constrained well session zero is uh after this discussion in this episode we're learning it's a it's pretty a pretty inclusive term pretty much anything anything that's before the actual game right. that's dealing with either the GM and the players talking about characters, talking about the plot, and talking about what they want to go through is all session zero. Right. It's all the prep work. So Everyone does session zero, it's just, there's a term for it. Right now, I can think of two examples that may not necessarily fit that bill. Okay. And it's almost by design, right? So we talked about Fiasco. Mm-hmm. 
um, fiasco because of its nature as a one shot. Yeah. The closest thing to a session zero that's separate from, I guess, separate from the game itself is picking the module. Even then, with Fiasco especially, it almost feels like it's all part of the game because you are negotiating, you've decided to play the game, you're negotiating the parameters of the game, Mm -hmm. and then you're almost immediately going into the game. Yeah. Whereas I, for some reason, have the have this weird <laughs> like blockage in my head that session zero needs to happen well in advance of the game itself, not necessarily a minute or two, like with a coke break in between to grab a new to grab more soda. I don't know, but that's one instance, right, where there's a built-in session zero, and if you don't yes. have to. Ha- if you don't have a session zero, you don't have a game. Again, it's a one shot. It's yeah. Here you go. Everything is decided ahead of time. Um, is completely uh-huh. random and based on what you do in game. But oh yeah, actually, the funniest thing is speaking about one shots. One shots themselves in general for any other game usually doesn't have a session zero. It's just hey, you want to play a game? Cool. Especially in D&D with one-shot D&D. It's just basically, you throw them in there, you're done. Fiasco is a one-shot where you actually it's built in session zero after thinking about it. Yeah, because uh, one-shots tend, tend not to have any prep time between players and characters. It's just like, hey, do you want to play? That's it. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get at with Paranoia, right? Paranoia yeah. is <laughs> is a game where... In many cases, it benefits you to know less. Yes. Um, in fact, with Paranoia XP Edition specifically, oh yeah, the less you knew, the better off you were because it was honestly in the rules. Here you go. Here's how you make a character. That's it. The rest players are allowed to look at the first five pages of the book, maybe. <laughs> I, I I think it was like the first. It might have first been first fifth. It might have been first, first fifth chapter? or first third. I don't know. Really that much? I remember. Yeah. But anyway. well, you still have to go through a lot. But anyway, the point of that was it's like listen, the more you knew about the game, the more likely it was that you're a that you could be accused of treason. And even yep. with the new edition, it's paranoid. You can run it as a campaign yeah but for the most part you have a group character creation mm-hmm. you can there's a solo option but it's group character creation you go you all go into the game and that's it there's no real session zero other than the character creation but that's just again a yeah i don't want to say a gimmick to get you interacting with each other because it's almost a game in itself <laughs> and I, it's, well, it does a little bit to prep you mentally <laughs> for yeah. the hour of backstabbing that's gonna come because if your paranoia game goes on for more than an hour two hours you're doing something wrong um <laughs> Yeah, it can be considered a gimmick, but I can see what you're trying to... You're, why you don't want to say it's a gimmick. Well, 
It's not a gimmick because it's actually a really clever way of creating a character. Yeah, it's a way to create characters, yeah. It's a unique way of doing it. Everybody can put stats down on a page, right? But I guess my more yeah. f- the, the better focus I was going to say was, okay, let's say you have a character for paranoia. It's, okay, troubleshooters, time to wake up. You're all in the same barracks. Like, there's no... You're always part of the same group because you're naturally limited in where you can in your rank and where you are so you always start at the red dragon inn no matter what and you have no idea what you're going to be doing because friend computer is going to tell you what you exactly need to do in the first two minutes of the game (laughs) yeah you know it's very i don't want to say railroady but it's very focused yeah right it's hey troubleshooters Thanks. It's your shift now. We need you to go change the bulb. <laughs> right. So there's a short character creation session zero. Yeah. So really in paranoia, your session zero is hey, I want to play paranoia. Okay, here's my character. Okay, time to play the game. Yeah. Right. D and D, there can be a lot more planning. Well, any other game could be a lot more planning. Fiasco. Yeah. You are forced to plan. <laughs> yes. You are forced to uh, do a full-fledged session zero. Yeah. You have to do a full session zero because otherwise it's not going to work. And it's just going to feel kludgy because nobody knows what Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing with Fiasco is, the reason why you go through session zero, it's a game that has no GM. That's true. But again, I wonder if that's... I don't know. We should. I mean, like I said, you and I need to definitely ha- get you a game of Fiasco, and then we can have a full episode on it. Yeah. But I'm wondering if the lack of GM emphasizes the need for a session zero, or if it's unrelated because of the gameplay. Are there any ga- GM story guided or story guide led games that kind of point you in the direction of a full session zero without without it feeling like a chore. Huh. Traveler, right? We've Oh neither of us have played Traveler. No. But there is a lengthy character creation, yeah, if I can remember correctly. Or a trope for I guess older versions maybe? It walks the Yeah their character's entire life up to that point. Yep. There's a joke where... That you can die in character creation. Yeah, there's a joke where there are some versions where... Or even that you will not end up what you wanted to be. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if that's true in the new version. Yeah. I don't know either, but yeah. And thankfully, I did get a copy (laughs) over, over the Christmas break, uh, which seems like forever ago. So I could actually look it up. You know, do some research. <laughs> yeah. Find yeah, do have a boat to look at, yeah. But other than that, I think like all games sort of leave it up to you whether or not to have a session zero. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's you could do whatever you want with your own game. Well, yeah, you could do that. With, <laughs> again, with the exception of fiasco. <laughs> exception of fiasco, yeah. Fiasco is kinda necessary. With the um, of fiasco, you can have session zero is optional. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, even if you want to, you could even bound and gag a group of people and force them to play, but 
that's not that's not conducive for any a fun gaming session. No. At least I don't think so. No, no, you cannot do well. You should not do that. No, that, that would bad. be bad. That is very bad. Do not do that. No. Consent is important. <laughs> do not yes. force people to play your game. No. Talk to them. Players can be reasonable. It, it's a social game. You have to get the you have to bring them into your game socially. Yes. <laughs> you want people to play your game. You want to lure them in with the goodness <laughs> of treasure and I don't know what else. Um, well, lure them with cookies and you'd be fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, cookie cookies and gold and door kicking <laughs> and dragon slaying. <laughs> All right, listeners, what do you think about Session Zero? Do you like them? Do you have them? Is this the first you've ever heard the term? Why don't you tell us, Raspather, how they can find us? Well, they can find us uh, a few ways. Uh, one way, of course, you can go to our uh, s- uh, site that's on Anchor FM. I believe it's uh, Let the Dice Roll on Anchor FM. Anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Let the Dice Roll. Yep. Or uh, there you can actually leave a message or even leave a voicemail for us if you want to. <laughs> Yeah, on Anchor FM. Yes, um, there is a button for that. We're also letthedicerole.com, where you can find some contact info for myself and Raspather. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, on the uh, website, you can contact us on Mastodon. Yep. Our links are there as well. Our links are there correctly. The, our links are there as well. We will also have more stuff coming to the website because. We should probably put up some bios and what have you. Um, yeah, probably a good idea. Please leave us a review. If you would, five stars would be amazing just for pulling us up in the ranking. You can say whatever you yep. want. And if you make us laugh, <laughs> we will call you out on it. Again, consent is important. If you don't want us to call you out on it and, you're, and you just want to make us laugh, fine. Say so. We won't do it. Otherwise, you will get a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did do a shout out not too long ago with uh with our first five star review. Yes, yes, we did. And if you leave us a one star, why the heck are you listening to us to begin with? Well, we might give you a shout out anyway and just ask you on air why a one star, but <laughs> Alrighty, I think that'll do it for this episode. Yes. Oh, before we go, if you wish to, you don't have to. We, we we do this totally for free with no money with money out of our, well at least out of money out of Andrew's pockets. But if you wish, you don't have to. You can support us. Uh, Banjo does have a coffee thing. It's on the website, and also you can support us on Anchor by actually you can donate on Anchor itself. So two ways to donate. If you want to give us money, if you like our beautiful voices. And like so to hear us talk be, for a while. Yeah, that would be coffee ko dash or ko dot. God, yeah, we'll figure it out. It's all on the website, folks. <laughs> it's we're all on the website. <laughs> we're so horrible at monetizing this thing. It's it's god awful. 
Rasputin is absolutely wasting away because the the world is fresh out of princesses to uh, to kidnap and and that equiness behind you here is my empty horde. Your, it's your, ice. Your cold, <laughs> wet, empty cave. So dark. <laughs> nothing. So lonely. All right, folks. Like I said, we've been let the dice roll. Oh. They sometimes call me Banjo. And they always call me Rasputin. We'll see you next time. Good day, night, or evening. <laughs>